Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded October 19th, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we revisit our work on investor and earnings sentiment, which we've been watching closely post-Labor Day, offer a few thoughts on earnings season, which officially got underway last week and ramps up this week, and offer some new thoughts on supply chains. Four big things you need to know. First, individual investor sentiment may be starting to recover after turning deeply bearish last month. Second, earnings sentiment has continued to deteriorate for the S&P, but may soon bottom in industrials and materials, supporting the idea that much of the pain from supply chain pressures is already in those sectors. Third, 3Q reporting season is off to a good enough start in terms of the stats, and the commentary from companies has also continued to emphasize strong underlying demand. Fourth and finally, we see other glimmers of hope in data on supply chains beyond the recent decline in freight costs that's captured investor attention. If you've got five minutes, let's jump into the details. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other third-party platforms. Now the details. Takeaway number one. Individual investor sentiment may be starting to recover after turning deeply bearish last month. In August and September, bears rose sharply while bulls retreated in the Wakely AAII survey. And in mid-September, the gap between the bulls and bears fell well below the 10% threshold in favor of the bears that's tended to be a good contrarian buy signal for the stock market in the past. Last week, things changed for the better, as the bears pulled back and the bulls picked up. The bulls now slightly outnumber the bears again on a weekly basis, and the four-week gap between the two has improved to just minus 6.7% in favor of the bears. Takeaway number two, earnings sentiment, the rate of upward revisions, has continued to deteriorate for the S&P, falling from 78% in August to 59% in October. But materials and industrials, the only two sectors in negative revision territory, are already close to levels that tend to mark bottoms when a recession or major crisis isn't on the horizon. And to give you some specific numbers here, industrial revisions were tracking at about 29% to the upside as of last week, and non-crisis lows tend to be in the high teens or around 20%. The stats on materials are pretty similar. This lends support to the idea, expressed to us by a number of investors we've spoken with over the past week, that supply chain pressures are already well understood by markets and may be largely baked into these sectors. Interestingly, industrials is the only sector that's seen negative revisions for both earnings and revenues over the past four weeks, something else that tells us the bar's already been lowered significantly for the sector as its reporting season ramps up this week. Takeaway number three, 3Q earnings season has gotten off to a good enough start to calm investor fears. In terms of the stats, the percent of companies beating expectations on both earnings and revenues has admittedly been tracking a little below last quarter's levels, but these stats remain extremely strong relative to history, 79% for earnings and 82% for sales. Interestingly, as beats have become a little less plentiful, they've also been rewarded more in terms of seeing stronger stock price reactions, which has helped the overall market. In terms of company commentary, guidance trends and margin commentary have admittedly been pretty mixed. In addition to supply chains, inflation, labor, energy, and raw material costs and availability have all been highlighted as headwinds. But most companies have also highlighted continued strength in underlying demand. Some have highlighted improving trends in September versus August, and a few big banks highlighted the strength in consumer balance sheets last week. 
On supply chains, one logistics company that reported late last week provided some important context when they observed companies are gaining control of their supply chain, suggesting many are still finding a way to manage through, for now at least. Wrapping up with takeaway number four on supply chains, there are some glimmers of hope in some of the data we've been watching besides freight costs and global COVID cases. To be sure, these are all early inning indicators and in the less bad category. But as COVID reminded us over the summer, less bad is how, how positive trends often get started. Specifically, we point out that in most regional Fed surveys, delivery times and unfulfilled orders backlogs have shown some improvement, continued growth, but at a slower pace. Trends in rail traffic are also improving. And news stories on supply chain issues have also hit a new high after turning parabolic, which may soon end up being confirmation that peak fear on supply chains was showing up in last month's deeply pessimistic AAII print. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. And be sure to sign up for our sister podcast, RBC Industries in Motion, which highlights the views of RBC analysts in specific industries. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.